Now, before we talk about anything else, we gotta give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, and that is Lumify. Don't you just love when someone looks at you and says, what were you up to last night? Well, no matter how late you were up the night before, Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops can help your eyes look more refreshed and awake. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute to help your eyes look brighter and whiter for up to eight hours. No wonder it has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. You won't believe your eyes. You know you can trust them, though, because they're made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb, and they're backed by six clinical studies. Eye doctors trust them too. They're the number one recommended redness reliever eye drop. The one and only Lumify is an amazing drop that will have people saying something's different about you in the best way possible. So check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. That's LumifyEyes.com. Thank you so much to Lumify for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now back to the gossip. Hi everyone, my name is Tyler Oakley and you are listening to Psychobabble, an unfiltered half hour of gossip sessions, pop culture scrutiny, and stories we've never told in videos. It's not just crazy talk, it's Psychobabble. This week we are doing an advice episode. We help you all with navigating wedding guest drama, how to make your new minivan fun and flirty, how to connect with your boyfriend's parents, and how to get what you want in the bedroom. Subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts and join our exclusive Psychobabble community at patreon.com slash psychobabble. If you're not on our Discord, you're only getting half the babble. Hello. Hi. Hi. You again? What do you want this time? Oh my gosh, Corey, I have been going through some things. Oh, gosh, darn it. Yeah, it's what true. Things, and it, what stuff have you been going through, babe? Tell me oh, all about it. Life, honestly. And life really, it's just this and that and other stuff, mainly. It, bitch, it really do be this and that all the time. Um, when it's not this, it's that. And when it's not that, it's this. It's like, oh. And when it's not that or this, it's sometimes. <laughs> and you know who it's help I need when it is sometimes? A friend. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> us. <laughs> too, too bad you don't have any. Oh, oh, burn. Damn. Yeah. I'm sorry. That was mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, Wait, what are we doing today, Corey? Don't cry. You don't have to cry. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. You want me to wipe your tears? No, but I want you to wipe something else. What? What do you want me to wipe? Eye boogers? Sure. If you could have a friend wipe one thing for you, what would it be? Brown eye boogers? I was going to say my my search history. <laughs> wipe, oh. it, wipe it clean. Hey, <laughs> some people have a pregnancy pact. Some people have a suicide pact. Can we have a pact of uh, yeah. if you die, I wipe yours. If I die, you wipe mine. Absolutely. If I die, please do Get to my home and clear my devices before any of my family can. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, cool. But but don't, Mark, don't just, I mean, my Facebook's pretty much deleted as is, but I was going to say, just don't, don't do an in memoriam page for my Facebook. What does that mean? Is like when you transfer your page into like a dead person's account? I don't log into Facebook anymore, so I don't know. Yes, don't look you at me like that. You can do that. You can do that. 
Oh my if god. If somebody dies, you can request to make their page an in memoriam page now. Oh my god. Okay. I don't okay. know. Well maybe that's not what we're that's not what we're discussing maybe today, it's Corey. For some Corey, people to write on your wall. Corey, what are we doing today? I think we're doing double dutch, we're doing hopscotch, we're making friendship bracelets, we're braiding each other's hair. Yeah, we're doing just girly things. <laughs> just us girls doing girly things with the girls. Okay, actually we're doing a advice episode. That is a girly thing. I don't know the last time we did an advice episode. Yeah, it's been a minute. Um, so just as a uh, a warning, we are not licensed professionals. Um, but by I do... Any- by but, any state that issues licensing for advice. But I do have a driver's license. Yes. And I have. And I also <laughs> do, too. <laughs> so That was very yes and of you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so if you have advice, you can send your questions to psychobabblequestions questions at, at gmail.com. Gmail. Psychobabblequestions at gmail.com. So um, send your advice questions. Make sure the the... The title or whatever, the, what is that called? The <laughs> subject. subject. The subject of the email is something precise. F- fun, flirty, sexy, cool. Maybe it's just crazy, sexy, cool. Don't have it be help. Like that's not, that doesn't give get our attention in the way that you think it does. Get our attention with what your question is asking in a precise way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. here, 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 here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, again, take us for a grain of salt. We're just here to try to help. What's the first question? The first question comes from A. A says, Dear Tyler and Corey. Actually, they said, Hello, Corey and Tyler. My friend of 15 years is getting married this year. So my partner and I have taken time off to travel to where the wedding is happening. And I bought tickets for travel and everything. My friend has now said my partner can't come because her husband-to-be has not met my partner. This is lies. They met when my partner and I visited my hometown just before the pandemic started. I have been with my partner for the same amount of time she has been with hers for over five years. And I would have invited her partner um, if I would have been getting married before her. Do I call her out on this or do I rest my case even though, or do I let it rest even though I'm quite upset about all of this? Appreciate your love and advice on this. Oh my. Wedding drama is so snooze fest to me. It's, (laughs) I, I, f- I find it to be not uh, this is not like a this is not an attack on a it's just kind of like <sighs> weddings in general it's like My? the politi- the politics of who what where when where when? all of it all of it is so gratuitous to me I, I I want nothing more than for our culture to normalize eloping. Oh baby, I'm in on that train. And and if you want to host a, a after party, do it, but like having it be a wedding event, snooze. I get that it's expensive to do this. I mean, it doesn't have to be, but a lot of people like to do it expensively. And my general thought is is that it's it's their day and you can't really be mad about <laughs> what someone It's a special day. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think in the same way that you can't be mad at them for saying your partner can't come, I don't think they can be mad at you for them saying, okay, then I don't want to go. Correct. That is it, the correct answer. It can't be one without the other. All all wedding 
couples need to accept that your wedding is not everyone else's priority. And if your limitations on how you want to to celebrate your wedding include limiting the people or limiting or or changing a des- changing it to a destination that not everyone can go to, your decisions you cannot take it personal if people cannot live up to your expectations of how you want your wedding to be. That's life in general also. Yeah. Like I get that this is people's like uh, some people take it personally because it's like they're they think it is their princess day. And like th- that they are royalty on that day and like everyone needs to like bend to their will on that day and like it needs to be perfect for them on that day. Yeah. But but I I think it, Corey is completely correct. <gasps> My favorite words. That's it. Are they are they mad that you that they would not that they would not want to go if it were just so like what is the question? Are they like justifiable? Is they want the to know: is? Do they call out their friend, or do they just let it go? Okay. Well, if it's a wedding that you that is important to you to like go to, what, is there anything wrong with? bringing it up and being like uh, oh if their reasoning is they're only having couples where they've met both people in the couple just say you've met my partner it's just and like see a, what they say I mean, it's I, awkward but like if they want to listen if they want to say if they want to rescind the invite after you've booked travel i think it's worth saying you've met my partner well i also read the email a little bit like yeah, I guess I'm curious. It, were they invited and then uninvited, or did you make the assumption that your partner was invited before you got the official invite? If they, if if your partner was invited in the first place and then the invite changed, oh, that's you are absolutely justified in not going. True, I said that. I mean, I I just felt like I dealt like with that a lot during the pandemic with friends who had weddings and then things had to change because at that time weddings were then limiting guest counts and that sort of thing. I was very, I was very, I don't care. <laughs> if you invite me to your wedding, great. If you don't invite me to your wedding, I don't care. I will yeah. still love you at this point in my life. The friends that I have in my life, I would love to go to all of your weddings. If I don't get invited to it, I'm not losing sleep over it. It's not the end of the world. I love you all. Yeah. And, so I, say, and I say call out your friend and ruin the friendship. Ruin the friendship. Go for it. Have some fun. Ruin Go out the, with a bang. Ruin the friendship by Demi Lovato. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. D- did we help this person <laughs> at all? We told I, them to ruin the friendship. <laughs> it's a 15-year friendship, which is exactly how long you and I have been friends. Okay, so if if we have been dating me and people you. for five years each, and we've known each other for this long, and then yeah. you told me my partner couldn't come, I would be annoyed, yeah. and I, and I would be secure enough in my fifteen year friendship to say, "Are you serious?" Yeah, honestly, that's I've, now that I just reread that and saw that it was fifteen years, and and know that that's how long we would be friends. I would at least feel comfortable enough to have a conversation with you about it if I was all upset especially if it's travel if it's like just in town and i can swing into your wedding and i live in the same area then like whatever i don't need to bring a plus one but for traveling for a wedding and you go solo and you you used to there you said yes when the conditions where you could bring someone and you already booked that yeah you're justified in being annoyed and you should be able to at least have the conversation yeah fair 
All right, and if I, you don't like the final results of it, you don't have to go because the conditions changed. That's how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Next Say, question. <laughs> sorry, A. We hope that helps. Next question comes from E. E says, it all, Corey and Tyler, it all started in December 2019 when I got in a bad car accident. Everyone was okay, but my car was destroyed. I am a teacher, so the idea of just going out and getting a new car immediately was out of question. It wasn't until this last spring that I was able to get a new one. I bought a used car from my dad's coworker, and believe it or not, it's a tan 2005 Chrysler Town & Country, the minivan of all minivans. Ow, ow. Any ideas how to make this soccer mom car cool? Bumper stickers, it, seat covers, anything? It's already cool. If you have a car, that's pretty cool. That's like a lot of people would dream to have a car. You know how many people don't have cars that are like, I would take any car. And anybody that you surround yourself with that would judge your car for whatever your car is, sucks. I sucks. Mean, you, anybody that's like lame car or thinks that or makes run you feel over. that about your car, run them over. <laughs> I think you're right, Corey. Corey's right again. <laughs> uh, have you ever had a car with any bumper stickers or anything? It feels mm, very permanent. I've never put bumper stickers on my car. Maybe I had an HRC sticker on yeah. my Jetta. Yeah. Uh, or on my on my Ford Focus, I think. The lime green one? Mm-hmm. Pre didn't you used accident. To, didn't you used to hook up in a minivan? Uh, I have. Who hasn't? I have. <laughs> a maxi van, actually. <laughs> I, um, there's nothing wrong with a minivan. Does, uh, does it have the, the buttons? Oh, I loved when minivans, my family always had minivans growing up because we had a lot of kids. And so when it went, we had a minivan with a sliding door that you had to pull manually. And then we finally got one that had the button and you just push the button and it closed the side door slowly automatically. I do. You. I, I don't like the button on a sliding minivan door. Why? Too slow. It's too slow. I, and people are always trying to pull it or push it. And it's like at working against the grain. I love when I call an Uber for friends and a minivan shows up and it's got dual sliding doors. Hmm. I mean, but, I get the luxury of it, but it's just too slow. But I can tell a lot of my friends didn't grow up with minivans because they're like you, trying to pull the door. And I'm like, just push the button. just push the button. Or gonna, they did grow up with minivans. You're going to break and, something. Uh, well, I, I, I liked the thrill of somebody's Slamming fingers might it. get stuck <laughs> in there. Because, because when you are growing up with a lot of siblings in a minivan, it's like... That could really ruin a sibling's day. <laughs> that could really take a digit. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So what's the question? How do we make the, se the minivan cool? Yeah. Uh, you, what you need is more risk in the experience of the minivan. And the risk comes with non-buttonable sliding doors. So if you can uninstall that feature, I think you will have more fun with your minivan. Maybe like a little compartment for like you know how Uber drivers have like a little um, snacks and stuff, snacks Water. and it, like a like a, a a a shoe rack on the other side of your chair so that it's like all the Ooh. accoutrements and goodies like a charcuterie for your guests of the minivan. I think make it like uh make it like a what was that taxi in New York? Bait bus. <laughs> I think you could have a bait bus. <laughs> Not the bait bus. No. no? Uh, what was that? Cash cab. <laughs> same same concept. Would you rather ride in the bait bus or the cash cab? 
interchangeable. <laughs> Do you did, not find did an exchange, bait, an exchange wait, 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 of goods wait, wait, and services with wait, your body wait, wait, wait. for did entertainment? The, did the bait bus walk so that cash cab could run? Tweet it immediately. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to. How to make your minivan more fun? I've I guess fully... an aux cord. <laughs> What's I don't maybe you know what you need? Pimp my ride X to the D exhibit. What are you into? Did you once have a fish in third grade? We're gonna put an aquarium in, in the your minivan. Let's maybe that's what you need. I always thought it was kind of fun when you got to like take seats out of the minivan. God, yeah, and you had to like unhook the like latches into the like the framework of the van. A minivan is a very versatile car. My grandparents yeah. had a town and country for a long time, and it was candy apple red. Maybe you need like um some dice hanging from the. I had fuzzy the, dice. The fuzzy first, dice. the first thing I bought when I got a car, I thought I was so cool. I had fuzzy dice. Did you ever have like a hula girl or anything? A hula guy? I think I had like a troll doll maybe. <gasps> you know I was so into trolls. Yeah. Still am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, my first car was a uh, like a blue Oldsmobile. Oldsmobile. Um, that was my first car. With one red door. That was not my car. <laughs> and I, I thought, you know what? If anybody has any negative thoughts about the, the, the quality of my car, that's weird. Then don't get in don't, my car. Don't, don't project that onto me. Did that's an internal issue you have with like uh, an allegiance to capitalism. Don't project that onto Did me. Did you pimp your ride? I went to Joanne Fabrics and got this black fur and put it all over the roof of my car with a bunch of pins. <laughs> um, No. I it don't was... know if that's what you think it's... I don't know if that... I had black and white fuzzy dice... Corey. I had fur on the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, it was hot. Like in Cheech and Chong? I don't know. Oh. I just don't know. You need to see it. <laughs> All right. Well, we hope that helps. If, or, if you if, know uh, you know what makes your car the sexiest? Confidence while driving it. And if you if your friends disagree, run them over. Yes. Okay, we helped. Okay, okay. All right, uh, all right, all right. Now, before we talk about anything else, we got to give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, and that is Discover. Are you tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Thank you so much, Discover, for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now back to the gossip. Now, before we talk about anything else, we got to give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, which is Apartments.com. 
Apartments.com has more rental listings than anywhere else. So finding the perfect place is easier than ever. And so is finally moving in together. Just the two of you. It's a big step. Lots of new responsibilities, lots of adjustments. Most likely, uh, they'll wake you up at odd hours to go to the bathroom and you'll most definitely find yourself in trouble coming home late for dinner and they might even unroll all your toilet paper next time. It's just what happens when you two find a new place together. But you're not doing it because you feel like it. No, you're doing it because you love them. Because they're family. And that's why Apartments.com has more pet-friendly rental listings on the internet so that you and your furry family can find the perfect new place together. Apartments.com, the place to find a pet-friendly place. Thank you so much, Apartments.com, for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now back to the gossip. Uh, This next question comes from H. H says, hello, Tyler and Corey. I need some advice on how to fit in with my boyfriend's super close, tight-knit family. It's always been just him and his parents, so when I'm around, it's hard not to feel like I'm intruding. The first night I met them, him and his mom had a pillow fight while I just stood and watched, and it was super awkward. Oh, God. Him and his dad go play catch, and I'm not invited. They're always snuggling with each other while I'm awkwardly sitting on my own. They all have their places to sit in the house, and someone gets upset if I sometimes accidentally sit in their spot. How do, I, how do I try to become part of this three-person dynamic, or do I just remain on the sidelines? I don't want to force myself in, but it feels awkward sometimes to just kind of be watching them do family things. Oh, wait. So it's it's this person. H. H. Their boyfriend. It's their boyfriend and their boyfriend's parents. And there's no siblings or other family members? No, the boyfriend's an only child. Oh, my God. Well, you know that the, the family just worships the only child. The parents just worship the only child, and the child just is, like, the baby of the family. And, like, there's, they have their established dynamic of, like... Love? You, you, are, you are... I guess love. But you are... It's your fault, if anything. <laughs> you are the trespasser intruder. Of the you are the intruder. Um, have you ever shown up to your boyfriend's house and he and his mom had a pillow fight? Honestly, maybe. Uh, I had a boyfriend who was very close with his mom and his mom was very playful. So yeah, maybe. If I showed up and they were having a pillow fight, I would grab a pillow and hit the mom as hard as I could. <laughs> and you just have to like, you have to laugh like you're in a, a, a movie yeah. as you're doing it. <laughs> You have to cut the corner. Like you're in Hot Chick. You know the Hot Chick? No. Cut the corner of the pillow so that the feathers fly out when you start hitting them. Okay, yeah. And then just giggle a lot. Sure. To answer the question for real, real, you need to treat these people like they're humans. You need to not look at them as they are like your partner's parents because then you're looking at them through the lens of a relationship that already exists. If you are looking to have a genuine relationship with two other humans, you do not like finagle your way in through their relationship with somebody else. You have to like connect with them solo without your partner. Yeah. Like what are you and the mom doing while your boyfriend and the dad are playing catch? It could could be, you be building could... a relationship? Are you having a pillow fight of your own with her? <laughs> Have you snuck up behind her and tried tickling her? 
You need to have a pillow fight with the mom and have your boyfriend walk in and ha- and have him feel off. That sounds nice. Can you imagine? You just sneak up behind you your know boyfriend's what? mom and hit her with a pillow. Or just or anything, really. You could hit her. <laughs> hit her with a phone book. Here's, here's how you start slow. You okay, say... Yeah. Tell me your honest-to-God uh, truth. You say, hey, I'm, I'm driving into town to grab a blank. It could be anything. You want to come? And, that, and it's a safe amount of time that you know you will have with that, with that person, whether it's the mom or the dad. It can be a 20-minute quick trip to grab a coffee or something. At the worst, she says no, and you've already extended the olive branch, and then you've laid the, the groundwork to say at some point, I've tried. Yeah. <laughs> true if if she says yes then just go with the flow and act like they're a human try to talk about anything other than your boyfriend i've always read that if you're like looking to rebuild a friendship or establish a relationship um it's like good to like ask someone to help you with a favor um Mm. it said i don't know there was some like psychology behind it um but it was like yeah if you're like struggling with a relationship with someone ask them for a favor or ask them to help you with a favor because it like changes something about the dynamic yeah i think people like to feel helpful and people like to feel like uh, not a, seen yeah, for seen for like their talents and seen for their what they can bring to the table and if you like go into a uh like a situation uh, a, a, a situation where you want to have a relationship with somebody if you acknowledge something that they're good at, like say you're like, oh, maybe they're they're really great at making a certain type of cocktail or a dessert or baking something. Oh my gosh, your son always tells me about your blank. Will you show me how to make that? You're already kind of <laughs> like that. it's a it's they're getting what they want out of it, like recognition from their son. They're getting the ability to like help somebody with something and feel useful, like. Uh, and I also, th- there's advice that I heard that's like, if you want a certain t- type of relationship with somebody, act like it already exists. Like, you have to just act like you're already at that comfort level. Otherwise, it's awkward. Like, trying to, like, uh, trying to get them to feel, you, you just have to be like, if you want to feel friendly with somebody, you just have to be friendly with somebody. Yeah. I mean, I like your idea, too, of, like, especially if you're asking for a favor that's related to the son. Obviously, if it's an only child, the parents love and adore the son. So if it is something like, oh, he told me you make the best cookies and I want to try to bake them too. What's your recipe? It's something like that that shows mutual caring for the son slash boyfriend. I think great and idea. I, honestly, we're, we are all adults in this room. Tell your boyfriend, I'm looking to have a stronger relationship with your parents. If if that is a weird or awkward thing for him to tell his parents, like, hey, uh, what is their name? H. H really wa- H really would like to develop like a closer relationship with you two. If they are resistant to that at all, that's a red flag for you. And so, like, very good um, advice. Like, the, 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 there, it should not be weird for you to pursue a stronger relationship with them. And I yeah, and, and for, I think and it's for good all, that it's, you it's want also to not weird for with. all parties to like be aware of it. It's not weird. I yeah. love I love that. I love that. I think we nailed that device. Yeah. Yeah.
Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. You think we have we have time for one more? Sure. Kay says, babies, I'm going to keep this short and sweet. I've been seeing this guy for about two weeks. I had never had sex before, and we recently had the sex. It wasn't Ooh. his first time. Um, it wasn't his first time. I enjoyed the first 40 to 45 minutes, but then I could not wait for it to be over. I was exhausted, and this guy wanted to keep going. And I told him, I didn't think I could keep going much longer. Um... <laughs> In my head, it just feels like a ridiculous amount of time to spend having sex. I suppose I have nothing to compare it to, though. All in all, it was a good night, but I felt bad that he didn't get to finish. Any advice on lasting longer or speeding things up for him? Because I really do want him to have a good time. Do we know um, what this person is like, maybe how they identify or what they're bringing to the, to the bed? It sounds like a gay couple based okay. on some context clues. Because like there are time frames happening and a, like a ability to uh, like can't like some people who are having sex, depending on what they are bringing, like their body parts, can't they do it over and over and over compared to some people one and done compared to some people. Blah, 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 blah. So I guess it's like that could be relevant information. And also, if like only one person, so say it's like uh, a couple with two dicks, maybe if one person has taken it in the in the butt the entire time, that could be a, a lot for, that could be a long 45 minutes if it's for nonstop, <laughs> nonstop butt plowing. So, yeah. That's, and that's very much how I read it. Mm. Well, my advice then is uh, there are a million things you can do in the bedroom and not and, and um, not all of them are penetrative sex. And if you need a breather that is totally chill, like if you need like some downtime during the process of the entire experience, the, the, uh, I... I can't. No, no partner would be upset about it. <laughs> I can't imagine bottoming or topping for forty-five minutes straight. 
No, that's a whole Great British Bake Off. I don't want. I don't want to do just one of those things for forty-five minutes. Yeah, I. I think um, if you're wanting. Okay, so the question was if you would like it to be. If you would like to participate for the length that he wants to participate yeah. longer. Um. Well, it sounds like they just wanted to make sure that he was having fun. And that, but also I'm reading it like he's interpreting that finishing equals a good time, which I also disagree with. However, I can understand like wanting like your partner to like feel like they got what they wanted out of it. I guess it's having that open dialogue and conversation communication with your partner and be like, did you come? Do you want to come? That type of like, (laughs) that's, that is a, that is a normalized, that should be normalized. If you are having sex you should have a communication during it, verbal or nonverbal. I don't know how couples, you know, it's all dependent on how your dynamic is of like expectations of what they're trying to get out of the experience. It's pretty, it's good to like know what your partner wants out of sex and what you want out of sex. Yeah. And you should feel comfortable asking them. Yeah. If you want them to finish and you're in a position that you don't like, you can suggest, hey, is there something else you like more or something else that is different that we can do to give me a break for a minute? And if you're feeling like uh, you're reading the room that they would like something or like or to like, I don't know, feel free to be like, what can I do that you would that would what would be hot? What would what what do you what can I you know, like ask a question they what if they have you on? What yes do you like? <laughs> what can I get up to <laughs> tell me tell, what's my line <laughs> what can I pinch or pull mm, or sure. or flick <laughs> what can I act like as a DJ setup wicka, wicka, wicka. what wicka, can wicka. I wiki wiki wicka, 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 wicka. you know I don't know yeah. <laughs> Sure. Communication. <laughs> <laughs> and then what else was the other side of the question? How do I... Well, they just are... At, the main question in the email says, how long is it supposed to last? As long as you want it to. And that is a joint decision. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And if it's been 45 minutes and you're not having fun anymore, tap out. Yeah. <laughs> at some point, I I understand the, the feeling of like you're vibing with it until you're not. And the second you're like, mm, I'm done, it can be hard to participate when you're not synced up. Yeah. Um, and so, but but partners have to kind of be understanding, especially the first time or the first couple times or the first however many times when you're still learning each other's rhythms that like you're not, sex is not always synced up. Yeah. And that's okay. And I think it's sometimes important to talk about it before you even like start getting into it. Have a conversation before. If you're on a date the next time, be like, hey, you can bring it up like, oh, I had so much fun having sex with you last night. Um, I would like to try this. I would like to do this. Just so it's Last like, night was hot. What would have made it hotter? Yes. And then, it's, and then it takes the pressure off because you're not completely in the moment right then and there and you don't feel the pressure to like be something you're not. Some, some people are insecure about asking for what they want in the bedroom. You got to you. I feel like the best thing you could do as a partner of somebody is be like, is to just be like, no wrong answers. What would be hot right now? 
Yeah. Like, it, as long as, like, I mean, you still have autonomy to, to say no to certain things, but, like, having that um, safe space to, like, express what would turn somebody on or or even just opening up the dialogue is a gift to your partner that they might not feel confident being, like, wanting to say something or wanting to do something, but if you were to be like, what would be hot right now? That at least opens the door for them to say something if they wanted to. Don't be insecure if your heart is pure. Yes. Thank you. Well, Kay, I hope we helped you. I think we saved lives today. I think we did the damn thing. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Per usual. Uh, thank you all for sending in your questions. If you have questions, again, you can always email them to psychobabblequestions at gmail.com. Yes. And, we'll and we try would love to your questions. It. We really don't condone running people over with cars, I promise. No. Or vans. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, Corey, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me having a good time, baby. Yeah. Hell yeah. Woo. You can have me find me having opus and open and honest conversations about sex. You can find me in the bait bus. <laughs> Riding the cash cab. I'm I'm working sound. Okay. You <laughs> don't got that mind p- my don't mind boom? my boom. I don't mind my Tyler, boom. I see the boom in the shot. <laughs> is that my boom or am I just excited to be in the bait bus <laughs> both thank you alright bye